y'all welcome to the delta flyers with tom and harry as we journey through star trek voyager episodes your two hosts along this journey are myself garrett wong and my co-host mr robert duncan mcneil robert duncan mcneil here robert duncan mcneil you said y'all at the top did of you this. catch the y'all i, I said did. hey y'all so That's- this is georgia tennessee south carolina all these southern states they understand y'all y'all it's it stands for you all you all you yes. all what are you why all y'all why apostrophe a l l is yes, y'all y'all which is exactly. you all exactly yeah. and if you're talking to somebody like in the South, a common yeah. phrase, you will recognize this, Robbie, is yes. what are y'all fixing to do? So yeah. that, that means what are you, what are you, what are you ready about to, to go do? Yeah, yeah, what are you getting ready to do? What are you doing today? So fixing yeah. what are y'all is a very fixing Southern. To do? Yeah. Oh, I miss the South. I'm up here in the great white North, uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. You too. You're yes. up in Canada. Yes, but it is interesting that yeah. we both spent time in the South. I mean, oh, yeah. we, we both played characters that were best buds on Voyager. And we've got and this we connection both, of... We have this connection. Yeah. We're both basically, you know, Southern boys, if you well, want to talk about am I am wearing my Georgia Bulldogs jersey today, courtesy Who are they of, playing today? They played Missouri. They played Missouri. Oh, they already played. Yeah, they played yesterday. They played Missouri. Sorry, the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday is uh, Saturday are the games. They went. Yeah, they played uh, Missouri. Their last, um, I think it's the last last regular season game, and they beat them forty nine to fourteen. I think. Oh, they crushed a, them. Yeah, it was a good oh crushing. God. It was a good way. You were to go saying out. about your jersey. I think that's your. Is that your Heinz Ward jersey? It's my Heinz Ward jersey mm-hmm. that our our lovely uh, Voyager fan Bill. You, I just want to, you know thank him again i know i've talked about this a little bit but yeah. this is delta flyers birthday football poem for robert duncan mcneil this is yes you showed us that but a second oh, mention yeah. is worth it too bill you spent the time to, to actually make a, a write a poem and then send you and a make this card jersey. and send this football jersey to our delta yeah. flyers it's so nice situation i love it i wear it it's I... my good luck game day jersey now <laughs> i bring the the power and the force of Starfleet to help my team win the game. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> yeah, Garrett and I are both big football, American football fans. And we are. Uh, you're more yeah. of an NFL guy. I'm a big college football guy, but yeah. Uh, yeah. and we both lived in the South and spent time. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of a lot of reasons why our characters got yeah. along well. So yeah, Robbie, and that's something that's always you know been at the back of my mind is is how to spread the love of American football to the rest of the world because let's face it if you go travel to another country like europe or if you're in asia american football is not the big deal it's soccer which they call football right that's the big deal so i'm just always wondering what can be done to educate the masses i don't know know. i don't know i mean Um, you know you look at baseball or basketball which both came hmm. from america and baseball is yeah. now a world sport. People play it all over huge, the world. Huge, huge. Um, basketball, basketball the same thing. Yeah. But yeah. I think part of the problem with American football is there's so much equipment that you need. You need helmets, you need pads, you need, you know, all mostly that. But uh, true. But I think the biggest um, hurdle or stumbling block yeah. for American football to become worldwide popular is the fact that it is not an Olympic sport. Oh, interesting. 
basketball is an Olympic sport. You see what I'm saying? Baseball has an Olympic. So if, it, if there was an Olympic component, then it would force other countries to truly learn the sport, right? Um, and I felt that maybe if I was to produce and film a, sort of a documentary series, sort of an a, a ABCs of football, where each, each episode is with a different NFL, either mm -hmm. current player or retired great in a certain position. So this week, you know, we're going to cover wide receivers and we're going to interview Heinz Ward, the great Pittsburgh Steelers mm -hmm. wide receiver. And let's go through the drills that he does and let's have him explain what exactly the wide receiver, you know, um, yeah. position entails, uh, the duties of a wide receiver and sort of maybe have that and then translate that into other languages or maybe i actually speak in the other language like you know let's face it the oh, largest market would be china it'd be right? a fun so. it'd be a fun way to pass on the sport you know you you may know this uh, garrett but i'm a big rugby fan as well yes um, you love rugby yeah i i love it and uh mm -hmm. and i love watching you know um six nations rugby or um you know, uh, any of the international games are, are really exciting. And the thing yeah. about rugby is it's very similar. It's like a cross between American football and soccer because it's a game that flows like soccer. It just keep, keeps Correct. going. There's no keeps stoppage. Yeah. It's got a flow yeah. like soccer, but um, but it's got the contact and the intensity of, of American football. I think so one of the reasons that other countries have trouble with American football is that it's got this start stop you know there's only 50 yeah. minutes of action in the in the whole yeah. hour <laughs> there's a lot of waiting but i think what americans love about that is the the theater and the drama of yeah anticipation of like what's going to happen what's going to happen right and the clash you know the clash is pretty violent and and, and exciting yeah one thing of note though when i was yeah. in um pre-pandemic in england watching their broadcast of an American football game, yep. they cut out all the breaks and all the timeouts and everything. So it's play after play after play. Oh, wow. after play. And then it's crazy. It's so fast. It's very just, different. Just yeah, it becomes, yeah, it becomes more like a soccer free flow uh, game because they don't stop yeah. at all. They just, they edit everything like together. Watching an episode of Voyager and just like skipping to the highlight, skipping to the highlight. You watch the yeah. whole episode in six minutes. It's exactly what it, it is. would. It would kind of ruin the episode if you did that. It so probably would. You need the drama. <laughs> what episode are we talking about this week? Uh, this episode is called Life Signs. Life so Signs. That is yes. Life Signs okay. is the name of the episode. So let us uh, let's go watch this episode. Let's and, do and come back and let everyone know what we think about this. Um, Patreon patrons, please stay tuned for your bonus material. All right, guys. Hey, y'all. We're back. Hey, y'all. Um, <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. All right, we are back. Um, Life signs. I'm very, <laughs> I'm a little, I'm feeling like I just saw, like, I, I don't know. I'm feeling a little sensitive about this. That was very moving, that, that episode. Moving. Yeah. It really it was. was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was wrong about, I mean, I was right about the back of the, it being yeah. in the car. I yeah, you remembered right. the car. I totally didn't remember but that. But that was to me the last scene of the episode in my mind. In my oh, that's memory. funny. It, like it literally, the shot was 
and I even had the shot in my head. The shot was from behind. Yeah, right? looking out at two, Mars. Looking yeah. out at Mars, and then it just sort of phased to black and credits. That's, That's what, what you I remembered. remembered. But but then that wasn't the case. Uh -huh. That was actually you know a little bit different. We well, there was a lot more scene. story to go. I think the really yeah. the yeah. saddest part of the story was after that. You know, it was yes, most well, definitely. We'll get we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get to that point uh, yeah let's uh, let's talk about it cliff bowl directed this episode yeah. cliff bowl one of our regulars i love cliff he was always such a great director because he he knew exactly how to say just the right amount you know to get uh to get a performance out of an actor without saying too much he was just would really cut to the chase um mm -hmm. i feel like he often was he was often one that got us out early too. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I feel like we didn't have super long days with Cliff. Yeah, uh, he right. tended to be like a more responsible, you know, uh, organized director. And um, mm -hmm. so, yeah. Anyway, Cliff Bowl directed. Ken Biller wrote this episode, which yeah. is interesting because I think Ken wrote the the Balana. Vidian episode uh, faces as well. Didn't he write that episode? Yeah, you know, I'm kind of bummed, man, because like Bull never wrote me a good episode. Like, really? it, like he wrote great episodes. Biller, Ken for Biller. Lana. Yeah, sorry, Ken, but yeah, Biller never wrote me any great episodes. He wrote a great episode for for more than one for Roxanne, and now he yeah, writes he really loved for the Doctor. Character. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, I, I was uh, incorrect in thinking that you had a lot of time off. You didn't have a lot of time off. You actually had some days that you were. No, I had to. So. I, I definitely had. And that's an interesting because that started sparking some memories. This episode, yeah. all of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm remembering yeah. some hey, things. Hey, we're, we're missing something, Robbie. We're missing our uh, let's do our synopsis breakdown. Yeah. Before yeah. we get too into it. See, we were both yeah. we were both really. Um, you know, uh, I think interested in, and taken by this episode because we're diving yeah, we right were, into all these. We were kind of in love with this episode. We were distracted, just like we the really were. You know? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yes, we were unnerved, <laughs> as the doctor Alrighty. said. Okay. Uh, Would you like me to start with haiku this time? Yeah, and then why don't you, you can start do with your... a haiku. Okay. Distress call from Pell. Hollow body cancels phage. Schmullus falls in love. Wow. There you go. There you go. There's a haiku. I There's like it. Schmullis. Right. I didn't get Schmullis into my uh That's quite limerick. okay. That's quite all right. Let's let's hear the limerick though. Okay, here we go with a limerick. Uh now I want you to remember the opening scene when Paris first comes in and he goes, and Chakotay's like, Where were you? And he goes, Picture this. And talks about Oh, okay. Paris goes, Picture you... this. Um, yes. yeah. Um, can you do it in an Irish accent, Kanye? I don't know if I can. <laughs> this is a tricky one. I don't. That's know all right. Because the just this is a little. It's a little crammed together. This limerick. Okay, anyway, okay. Here we go. Just so go. remember when Paris started the first scene with, picture this. I was, picture this. I was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever he said. He had some excuse. Yeah, yeah. He started with picture this. So here we go. Mm -hmm. Picture this. I'm just getting ready ready to leave the mess hall. Then the doctor he answers a distress call. His program's adapting. He wants to go dancing. He's in love, but he can't have it all. That's my oh yeah oh nice. It's all rhyming with what are you writing the all with? A distress call, mess hall. Oh, call. Picture oh, this. Yes. Yeah, 
picture this, I'm getting ready to leave the mess hall. Then the doctor, he answers a distress call. His program's adapting, if you know what I mean. He wants to go dancing. It's a little, it's not exactly right. He's in love, but he can't have it all. Have it all. Yeah. Ah. All right. I like yeah, that one. It's too. a little, it's okay. limericks are, you know, they're, they're, limericks are tricky. They're, they are tricky to, to have a good limerick, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Picture to this. I'm just getting ready to leave the mess hall. And, and the doctor, he answers a distress call. His program's adapting. He wants to go dancing. He's in love, but he can't have it all. Uh, that was horrible. I'm See very, how much? Uh, no, that was great. That actually made the limerick. The minute you throw in the Irish throw accent, in the Irish accent. All right, I'll start up. practicing them there, with an Irish yes. accent. I am sure there are some actual Irish people listening to this, and they're probably going, "That's not how we sound. We that's don't talk horrible. like that at all." Yeah, that's the horrible. You're making about? us sound like a Lucky Charms. We don't talk like that. So um, we apologize. Yeah, I'm just trying to Irish give it a little listener. Irish flavor. Yeah, because flavor you are. Flavor. Don't aren't you? Aren't I am you Scotch Irish? Irish. Like, I'm mostly Scottish, really. But have you done a have you done a DNA test? Like, do you know your yes, breakdown? I'm, I'm mostly Scottish, pretty much all Scottish. <laughs> yeah, I did the 23 and Me. I was like, I was really hoping for some exotic combination of like, you know, all all the continents and right. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just Scottish, Are, just British like, Isles. What, per, what percentage? Like 99.8. Scottish, dang! British Isles, which well, is British all, Isles-ish. Yeah. Okay, so just yeah. general UK. Literally 02 percent of uh, Northern European. The rest was uh, literally all British Isles. It's so you have no Asian boring. in you whatsoever. No Asian, no African, little, no 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 Mediterranean, no nothing. Man, I was really hoping for some of that. Robbie, you are probably as white as can be. That's basically That's what it so comes to, boring, comes dude. down to. You are yeah. a very white man. Okay. Yeah, I was but really right. hoping. I did, I did the twenty three and me thing. I was hoping to get yeah. some, like really interesting, you know, connection yeah. to something like everyone, I had no idea about. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. do, but I got no. Oh yes, I would have to say probably ninety percent of the Caucasian people I know when they do a DNA test, yeah. it ends up coming up. I'm 2% West Indian. I'm like, yeah. what? I'm, or yeah. I'm 1% Mongolian. There's yeah. always a little of something, but not with you. No, not okay. with me. Nothing. Good to know. Nope. Did Rebecca do it? Yeah. And she, did she did she have any strange, any random? She had her? a little um, African and I forget, uh, West African. And I forget, it was a very small percentage, but it was like, she's a redhead. And it's like, what? <laughs> she's like, Paler than hey, me. There are probably ginger West Africans as well. Probably, yeah. It's like a ginger, yeah, pale. like a reddish undertone. So, uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. She had like yeah, two percent very... or something. Like I was really yeah. jealous about that. Yeah, because she's more fair skinned than you are. Much more fair skinned. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think she's. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, well there um, we go. There's the haiku. Th There's that's the our haiku and a limerick. And. Uh, <laughs> Let's just start with the very first scene. You come into the bridge and you make the announcement to the entire bridge. Yeah. Sorry I'm late, but I have a very good excuse. Picture this. And you start going into it. Yeah, exactly. He's he's really wants everybody to know that he's yes. got a good excuse. You're making this big entrance. And then why am I tapping your arm? Why did I just... You know, like when you, you were like, station, you were like, look over Chakotay's mad, dude. Shut oh, is up. that what I was doing? Yeah. Okay. You were like, stop talking yeah. so dude, loudly. Stop talking. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're embarrassing me. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my and god. Yeah, that's a little awkward moment, and then uh, it is, and then we immediately get the, the distress call, and we see that there's a very weak life signs, and we we beam aboard um, yeah. this Vidian, this female Vidian, mm-hmm. um, Denara Pell. Denara Pell. And I like that name, Denara Pell. Implant we realize is what's keeping her alive. Mm-hmm. Um, that the doctor says this implant is like a neurocortical stimulator or something. It's, it's stimulating all of the, the organs, but they're only functioning. I think he said 20% and it was declining rapidly. So she's yeah. really dying any, any minute now. And uh, mm-hmm. he's got to do. Something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. by so, the way, it was the third time that you were late. I just want to throw that out there in yes. one week. Yeah. Third yeah. time. Yeah. Right. Clearly there's a pattern of, being a problem going on. And, yes. and I've seen yes. that the last few episodes. So there's yes. definitely something. And, and don't be critical because from the comments from our fans, like when you were really critical, one of the prior episodes, like I can't believe Paris is doing this. And, and, and all the fans were like, because in a later episode, mm. it explains it all. So we're not there to that I point, know. But, know. but you are doing for a reason. Evidently. Well, it's definitely okay. starting to add up. I can see, and I do remember some of these things that are coming up. Um, one thing about Paris going through this, whatever he's going through right now, yes, is I've just been enjoying all the different hair oh my incarnations God. that you've had. Like, I don't know what's going on to this week, but it's it's crazy. <laughs> you've got you've got some crazy got a loop de loop going happening. on. It's like a, like a little loopy waterfall thing. Yeah, so. Yeah. I, I can tell before I even open my mouth in a scene now that the messier the hair, the more trouble Paris is going to try oh, to be. You just yeah. look at the hair and immediately it's like, he's got to tell. He's got to tell. It's all, you know. That's, that's your hair tell? Yeah, Most people have a tell. tell like a facial you know twitch or something, but you have a hair tell. So yeah, the it's, messier, it's my hair. the more trouble yep. you are. All right. I'll buy that. Um, All right. So, so the doctor creates a hollow version of Denara Pell. Yeah. And uh, there was an awkward moment where he created the bones and the musculature and then this, and then the epidermal layer. Mm. And then I was like, wait a minute. They're all standing there with this naked Vidian right there. (laughs) I was like, put some clothes on her. And he quickly, you know, um, you know, from the, the records, whatever. Yeah. Computer rec, computer files. Can you, you know, yeah. put clothes on her? Whew. Right. It was awkward for a minute. Uh, yeah. You think that was a body double? Do you think that was when it showed her uh, legs from that one angle? Was that I don't a body think so. Double? No, Maybe. I don't think so. That was probably the actress. I think, by the, by the way, um, the actress that was in the makeup, I don't think was ever mm-hmm. the actress that played Denara Pell. I don't think she ever. What? No, they had a double who was in the makeup over on the table, physically behind Bob. And what was the actress's name that played Denara? Susan Diol. 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 D-I-O-L. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Diol. Diol. Whatever it is. Susan, I don't think was ever in that makeup. I think that was a double because if you had... Bob Picardo and Susan playing Denara, healthy Denara hologram. Mm-hmm. And then you saw in the background the sick Vidian Denara. That had to be a third person who was in the makeup, and they would not have spent the money. I'm telling you, I know how cheap Paramount is. 
they would not have spent the money for another makeup for the actress just for that final dance scene. Huh. That would be the only time that it could have possibly been the actress. And I think, and I, I hate to give a spoiler here at the beginning of the podcast, but when the doctor goes and dances with her at the very end for that one, yeah. you notice she never speaks. That's because I think they put the the stand-in, the body double, no, in makeup in that dancing scene. Oh. They would not have made an entire makeup for the actress, or oh. or they would have had her speak. But the reason she doesn't speak is because it was not the actress; it was you the just body double. Spoiled it for I me. I am sorry, I'm, but I'm, I'm going to tell it like it now. is. I am oh. going to tell it like it is. Okay, that's how um. that I I would put hmm. money. I would put so. Not big oh, right. money. I'd put some well, money, but I'm telling you, I money. think that's what it was. Well, Robbie, in the prior episode, the Death Wish, what we re- what yes. we reviewed last week. Yes. Okay, so we see John Delancey and other and John Delancey again in the witness scene. So why aren't they spending money to put you know green screen Susan Dial guest star on the on the bio bed and then because the it's real that one there. whole makeup which has to be you have to go into a life cast and get fitted for the entire head. If it's mm-hmm. just the forehead, which the actress did have a forehead piece, that's a much different mold. You don't need a full life cast mold for that, but you did. You would need a lot of sculpting and a lot of makeup for the other stuff. I'm telling you, I, I guarantee right. they did not make because the 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 Vidian um, yeah. character, the Vidian Dinara, never yeah. spoke. Did you ever hear her speak a line? Mm, let me think. I don't think so no i don't think it's so. true she's I'm on the bio you. bed the entire time she doesn't she, she had never wakes up from it she comes you. in the very end scene to do the dance with with the doctor yes yeah, that was a dope double that was she not the actress she never said and even word. the doctor didn't even say anything uh-uh. they just started dancing yep that's so crazy so sorry to ruin that romantic moment and it was super romantic but yeah i'm telling yeah. you that was the double they never put uh the actress in a full makeup Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, Ken Biller would know this, right? Yes, he Cliff would. would know we should both. make some calls. Yeah, actually, yeah, Ken would know for sure, right? So maybe he could yeah. answer that for us. Um, um, Chakotay goes into Janeway shortly after this. We, we you know, um, he goes in, he goes in and, and tells Janeway, he goes, your Paris is causing some, some trouble and he's your personal reclamation project. I was insulted by that. I'm just going to say right now, how dare him? I was much more than Janeway's personal little reclamation project. You sound like you're like a, a <laughs> I don't know, you're like a public work, like you were a dam or something. Yes, exactly. I was a broken project. swamp. You were a broken swamp. You were a bog that needed reclamation. Yes. Oh my goodness. That's really kind of offensive, but it was know. a little offensive. Yeah. But you know, Paris is going through stuff these first couple seasons. <laughs> He's growing up. He's growing up. Um uh, yeah, Dinar Pell wakes up uh from her her holographic uh version of herself with clothes. Yeah. Um the doctor is very cocky about his idea. It was my idea. He's very yeah. Bob is so good in this episode. He really takes some moments that that could be uh you know misfires and he just very subtly plays the comedy and delivers the lines perfectly i thought it was great um you skipped yeah. the scene with uh torres the whole you know oh asking yes to 
extract tissue from her brain, basically. Well, that's yeah, right. Right. Yeah. 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 That happens. And, and Balana gets really pissed off. I feel like the doctor could have, you know, as this whole episode shows, the doctor is often not very sophisticated with his presentation of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does not present things in a in a sensitive way to Balana, so she gets really pissed off about yeah. donating some of her brain tissue to the mm-hmm. people that that experimented on her and tortured her and were just horrific to her. So yeah, um, he, he's so blunt. He's yeah. so blunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was really lovely. I thought our our guest actress uh, playing Denara comes yeah. in and gives a beautifully compassionate and and lovely delivery of you know you don't have to do this if you don't want to you know Mm -hmm. that and and apologizes and explains how desperate her people are and and -hmm. it really turns balana balana agrees to help um yep yep which i thought was a really great scene for roxanne and a a really great turn for her yeah um yeah i also love the moment so uh as the day that day is ending and um and uh she doesn't want to go to sleep the doctor says well we should deactivate your you know your hologram to save uh it it won't put such drain on on the body Mm -hmm. itself Mm -hmm. and she's like but i don't want to go to sleep i i'm Mm -hmm. i have too much energy i want to tour the ship and he says well you're welcome to uh use my office and uh (laughs) brush up on some medical medical journals journals it was great uh then he realizes we can go to sandrine's and so that's yes. where we're at yeah i love neelix's laugh in the beginning when you guys are playing pool he's like ah, he does this really funny little laugh yeah. <laughs> whatever he does so yeah, he's very funny that was a little cute and he comes over and tells the doctor, you know, oh, who's your date? And he's like, this is not my date. I love, mm-hmm. I love the doctor. Uh, I, I love the idea that he's unaware, you know, he definitely, as we see later, has his first, he falls in love, truly falls in love for the first time, mm-hmm. or has his first deep crush, the one that, as Paris says later on, that, you know, you'll never yeah. forget that you never quite get over and you remember the mm-hmm. rest of your life. Yeah, um, but he doesn't know what's happening. He doesn't understand his programs adapting. He doesn't. Result. Yeah, in Sandrine's when they're having that initial conversation and when they're getting to know each other, mm. she talks about because he says she says I I could come here every day. I love it here. And the doctor says, Well, you don't have recreational facilities back in your place. And she says, Well, congregate, congregating in groups is strictly regulated. Oh, it's considered yeah. a threat to public health. And all I could think of is. Hey, COVID. welcome to 2020. That's what we're dealing with. Yeah, <laughs> I so thought I the same there. thing. Oh, so the relevant. Same thing. Yeah, so relevant. You know, and it's just you know, it's sad that not everyone agrees with that right now in yeah. 2020. Not everyone believes that it's a threat. But hearing that in this episode made me think of what we're dealing with right now. Yeah, um, yeah. And by the way, that is not the same actor playing the gigolo. No. That guy that comes up, I'm like, that's not the, will you be in my private feluca to Janeway, that guy? That, I mean, you. <laughs> yes, you, I you, forgot um, about the private feluca. <laughs> feluca guy, yeah. What is a that feluca? Guy was, I don't know, but that guy was a, was a very model. That guy looked like a model. 
that, that we had in the original. Yes. Clearly, yeah. it was a European This guy, I was model. like, who is this guy? This was, is he? This guy was like president of the fraternity. Like, he wasn't yeah, exactly. model looking, but he was like a big jockey looking. Yeah, he was a bro. He was He's totally a, bro. a bro. Yeah, but not a he European. He was the bro gigolo. He was... <laughs> We've got the bro gigolo and the European gigolo. Yeah. So uh, clearly European gigolo was not available for filming at this time or his I agents guess. were asking for too high of a price for I his private so. feluca. Yeah. He wanted to purchase a private feluca. So he maybe asked for a higher rate or something. So by the way, Paris was guy. just an extra in this scene. I noticed yeah, that. You I was, didn't say a word. I did you not say a word. <laughs> just playing pool in the background. Um, oh. I also learned that the doctor had cured Neelix of a horrific disease called an acute case of the hiccups. Yes. Which I never knew. Um, which then brings her to these, you know, laughter. And, yeah. Uh, she starts kind of having feelings for the doctor. And I, I do believe with, the, with a lot of women that uh, laughter is the, is the way to a woman's heart you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. if you can make a if you can make a lady laugh you you've 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 already run half you've already run half the marathon at that point you've yeah you've gotten you know to a really good position i think yeah um we learned some other things about the doctor that he's activated on start date 48308 we know that we know that uh, mm -hmm. he mentions um that we learned that the doctor doesn't dance because it's not part of his programming that's mm -hmm. another thing that we learn uh, we also learn that um, he mentions several clinical studies have shown humor to be therapeutic. And yep. that's something, yeah, that I've actually known for many, many years that there have been cases of individuals who are stricken with terminal cancer and they have actually beaten that and, you know, been cancer free from laughter of all things mm -hmm, and not mm -hmm. traditional medicine, not any type of chemotherapy, but actually just exposing themselves to watching mm -hmm. so many different types of comedies. And so, yeah, humor does, or laughter really is the best medicine in yep. a way, I think. So that, that's something to, of note that people should remember. I Agreed. Mm -hmm. She also, in this moment, when when he, he makes her laugh and he talks about it being therapeutic, she says, um, that, that her uncle Shmulis used Shmulis. to make her laugh make her laugh right. and that's why she suggests she the name him. for the yeah. doctor and he yeah. likes it yeah Dr. unfortunately I, I don't know why i mean maybe ken biller came up with that name uh, for because of some personal connection but to me it just sounds very close to the yiddish word schmuck which is not a mm. good name to have. You know what I'm saying? So Shmuel, the whole, sh that's very Yiddish sounding. Um, or Shmuel, Shmuel is a, isn't that another? Wasn't there something in Laverne and, Laverne and Shirley? <laughs> Shmuel, 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 Incorporated or something. I don't know, Shlemiel, but the Shmuel, when you mentioned that, I actually went to college with a with Eliezer Ben Shmuel. So that was a that's a name. That's a name, yeah. Shmuel. So Shmuelus. Ben Shmuel means son of Shmuel. <laughs> so uh -huh. uh, yeah. So maybe she just just called him Shmuel, or maybe Shmuel was the name that Ken Biller had. Maybe Ken Biller's uncle was Shmuel. I know Ken Shmuel Biller's Shmuel Jewish, and, so it's yeah, very possible maybe. he has an Israeli uncle named Shmuel. Named Shmuel yeah. and he's Shmuelus. Yeah, Shmuel. Um, but very endearing that that she calls him this it's very name. cute it's very very cute they almost kiss they almost kiss in this very in this scene actually yeah. you see that little yeah and it doesn't happen. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think they go back after Sandrine's, they go back to sick bay and mess hall actually. You're, they mess, go to you're mess missing hall. a scene. Yeah. We go to the mess hall right after Sandrine's. Oh yeah. 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 Right. Yep. And this is where you say to Chicote, my problem is you. So this is your little, you know, rebellious and your hair is again, still rebellious. So. Yeah. My hair is very rebellious in this episode. <laughs> Uh, okay and then what scene were you going to you i was thinking to, about uh, actually the scene before the mess hall right after um right after sandrine's they go back to, oh did i skip one myself yeah, so there's end, okay sorry. End the night they go back after sandrine's to sick bay mm-hmm. and he says uh you know i think i should deactivate you they that's where they almost kiss that's the almost kiss okay yeah right, they right. almost right. kiss there and, Correct. and they almost kiss and they almost kiss and they almost kiss and the anticipation of it and then the doctor says, Dinara, I think we should. And she goes, yes. There's this moment where I think we should. Yes. And then he goes, deactivate your program. What a buzzkill or another kind of kill. You could, you could call it any romance kill, whatever kill you want. The doctor, <laughs> yep. You do that face again when you do the yes face. When you're like, yes. Can you do that again? Yeah. The anticipation face you just did? Yes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's a is great that a funny look. face. It really is. I just wonder if that's the look you get, you I know, never... before you kiss somebody, yeah. before you kiss Rebecca. I hope not. I would scare time. them yes. off. I think I would scare <laughs> them to death with that face. I'm making a face of anticipation for those on the podcast that if you could right. see it, it might frighten you. Yes. Well, Let's just describe it. What happens is Robbie sort of like looks, he, looks he moves up. his head closer and looks up a little bit and his eyes are wide eyed and he's like, yes. And he looks like a schoolgirl about to be, you know, I, I don't know what it is. Well, but that's how very... Dinara felt. And then the doctor said, deactivate, deactivate your, your program. program. Yes. Oh my God, buzzkill. All right. Yeah, yeah. But then again, he has no game though. He's never had no, to have games. So he's trying to he's learning. Out. He's adaptive, yeah. right? So he's adapting. Um, yeah, so we're in, in, in the mess hall. Uh, Paris and Chakotay definitely get into a very another heated discussion yeah. and doesn't like how Chakotay is running things. And we notice Jonas in the mess hall. Yeah. And we're starting like... to connect Jonas looking at mm-hmm. what Paris is doing. And we know that Jonas is talking to the Kazan and to Seska. So... Clearly, um, there's going to be a connection there. There's clearly, there's some, you know, he's watching this. There's going to be something down the road. There's a setup here. There is. It's a setup. It's setting it up for the future, right? So we see that. Um, And then we have a... (laughs) I was just doing my anticipation face. I'm excited. Yes. Everyone listening is going to say, why is Garrett laughing for no reason? Because Robbie's doing his schoolgirl anticipation, anticipation face. Face of anticipation. Me? Did you uh, pick me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are yes. the, the bell of the ball. Um, Jonas, now we see Jonas mm-hmm. uh, talking secretly to the Kazon. And mm-hmm. he is asked to plan an accident to damage Voyager's warp coils yes to do sabotage in the name mm. of the kazan yep um and he's not too happy about that you know no, he's, he's like, finally like heck? i need to talk to seska or i'm seska. not doing anything and let's see what scene are we at now um, well uh the doctor is uh back in sick bay 
the uh, doctor is running a diagnostic on himself to try to figure out what is going on. And Kess is in there. She says, she says, well, maybe, maybe it's, you know, it's romance. Yeah. He says, that's impossible. Yeah. He's not programmed to handle romance. Um, Correct. Um, and she recommends to him that she need, the doctor needs to tell Denara how yes. he feels. Yes. But she fails to tell him or teach him the lesson of timing. <laughs> the yes. lesson of the, like- <laughs> the very important lesson of timing and sensitivity. And so right yeah. in, the more, in, the, in the middle of a, a, a surgery of a- on Pell's <laughs> sick body. It's surgical with a, procedure. With a holographic uh, Pell right next to him. Yeah. Um, he, takes, he takes that uh, advice yeah. and says something like, uh, by the way, I'm romantically attracted to you and was wondering if you feel the same way. As he just works. And, um, and sadly, she's Ugh. so surprised that in that moment, she says, you know, I, I think we should just keep things professional. Yeah, yeah. he and caught her off guard. He clearly. caught her off guard. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, he almost really screwed up. Yes. Yeah. They're... But boy did boy did Bobby Picardo play rejection well. He <laughs> he yes. really just he he showed it in it was so subtle, but it was definitely there that he's rejected by Denara. You could yeah. see it in his face. And so, who does the doctor go to for romantic advice? The doctor goes to the love doctor, Tom yes. Paris. That's who the he goes to. Doctor. The love he sure doctor. The love doctor. In San Dreams. Um, I thought that was a great scene. I mean, I had forgotten that we that, that I done that scene with bob yeah but i thought any memories any any memories of shooting that scene that come to mind i remember when i walked i I vividly remembered the blocking for some reason because i remembered when i walked over to the uh to refill my water or whatever and that sort of moment where bob was looking at me and then sort of turned away and i knew how the shot was playing that you know it was sort of wide and it wasn't until he turned and sat down that his reaction to what he had heard sort of played. And mm-hmm. I thought it was staged beautifully. Again, Cliff Bowles, old school, you know, been around a long time. I was, I, was, I remember in that scene uh, noticing and noting for myself with my directing ambitions, how beautifully and simply it was staged to really amplify certain moments like that when, uh, when Paris tells him about, you know, the first, the first love and, you know, that you'll never forget it. And talks about Susie Crabtree. I think Paris yeah. talks about, he knew immediately the girl that uh, was his first love. Um, yep. You broke out in hives. Yeah. From yeah. Susie Crabtree. And but talking about staging, how simple it was, what you were saying, it's sometimes true. It's the, the kiss rule. Keep it simple, stupid. So, so yeah. the sim- simplicity of a, of, a, of a camera move or blocking sometimes yeah. is much better than this complex. And then you do this and then you do that. It's like, yeah. and then it gets muddy. It gets really, it's, it's confusing, right? So it, mm-hmm. kept, it was simple and it was good. Um, Megan suggested something interesting. She said, uh, why don't you ask Robbie, what does Susie Crabtree look like? like in his in his <laughs> estimation is she blonde is she brunette is she a redhead no, and also who would you cast in that role what actress would you cast in that role oh, like what is the image of paris's uh, susie crabtree i think paris's susie crabtree was like um 
I think she was probably like like a Judy Garland in, you know, the old Mickey Rooney movies, like mm. kind of the fresh faced, you know, slightly mm. freckled girl next door, maybe a little tomboyish, yeah. but pretty and spunky. Yeah. And that would be the yeah. Susie Crabtree, I think, that that Paris would be talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I know Robbie McNeil's version of Susie Crabtree is always going to be petite. You like more petite women. That's been your. Do you think people? Go-to. I mean, do you think like like the doctor? Did he have a mm. type that he fell for? Did you know? Did Janeway have a type that um, he fell for? Or? Do you think? People I know. I don't think type? the doctor. No, I don't. Yes, I do think people have a type. You do. In, in general, yes, I do. I do because I think I see it in Bob Picardo's real life. What his type is, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I know, mm-hmm. I know what his ex-wife looks like. I know what his current wife looks like, and yeah. there's there's some similarities. And I'm going, hmm. And actually, Denara Pell actually, in a way, kind of resembles some of mm-hmm. his prefer- preferences in in choosing a lady, I suppose. Um, but but I do believe that anyone, you can end up with someone who's against your type as well. You know, as long as, like I said, if somebody makes somebody laugh, if somebody does something that you feel a connection with, that person mm-hmm. can be different from your standard type. Mm-hmm. So it's not always black and white. There's definitely gray area there for sure. Um, so Judy Garland. Yeah, I think that would be person. my, yeah, Tom Paris's Susie Crabtree. Um, so yeah, so they go to... Uh, you know, they, Tom Paris says, I've got an idea. And uh, we go to, we find out that idea was the scene you remember, the old car sitting on Mars. Yeah. Looking at the, you know, the, the, yeah. the beautiful uh, stars in the sky. And, yeah. and uh, it was very romantic. By the way, that song that was playing, I Only Have I Eyes For only... You. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My parents used to listen. I, when I was a very young kid, they had a bunch of 45s. That were their nice their songs from the fifties when they were kid you know teenagers yeah and um and that song was one of their favorites that I remember as a kid my parents would play wow on the, on the record player over and over so that was great that song was though yeah I love perfect, that song. perfect song yeah I love that fifty seven Chevy as well yeah I, I like that vehicle yeah and he uh, he offers to try dancing again in that scene so they keep that idea of dancing alive and she goes no 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 let's yeah. just sit here. Let's just sit here. Uh, we go, uh, and, and it's a beautiful scene, very romantic. We go on the bridge, and Paris is late again, and Chakotay says, you know, that's fine. Get out of here. We don't need you anymore. This is enough. Is yeah. Enough is enough. Yeah. And Paris gets really hot, goes to Janeway for a little help, and then Chakotay grabs his arm, grabs yeah. my arm. Yeah. How dare he? And yeah. so Paris shoves him. And Chakotay just topples down pretty, either Paris is really strong or Chakotay needs to do, go to the gym a little. I don't know which. That, that, okay, that to me looked like when you're watching a soccer game and one of the players yeah, like, the flop. pretends to fall like really, yeah, the flop. That was a flop. That I'm like, a, come on, man. What, what, the, what the heck was that? A total we flop. Because weren't you, Robbie, weren't you pulling away from him? But your arm, yes. you're trying to like, don't. So when you pull your arm away from somebody, the other person doesn't fly to the ground. I don't know. I mean, it I don't, was a I, little, I, it was a little silly. I don't know. Yeah. I think they just wanted some like physical interaction. So now Paris is in oh. the brig. Take him to the brig. 
Tuvok. We'll see what happens. Oh, Interesting boy. that we cut right to a Seska scene from Paris going to the brig. Yeah. Uh, Seska and Jonas talking, and she basically says, like, she is going to take Voyager. She's not going to raise a child on a Kazon ship. And yeah. she says, meet me at Hemakic 4. Uh, Hemakic 4 at this planet in a couple of days. Um, and I'll give you the details of the plan. So we know something's mm -hmm. going down with Kazon, Seska, Jonas. This stuff is getting real. They are still working on Pell. And the doctor uh, is in there performing uh, a synaptic transfer at this point when all of a sudden things start to go wrong. And he's yeah. like, I the don't understand. Is, the graft mm -hmm. is, is not, is being, it's rejected. being rejected. Yeah. What's going on? And he checks the medicines mm -hmm. and he talks to Kess. And, and then finally Pell admits. They find natoxanol, let's say it. Like they find natoxanol instead yep. of the servaline. So now yep. go ahead. She admits what? She admits that, yes, she was the one that administered the drug, that mm -hmm. she does not want to go back to living in that body yeah and uh which then robbie gave me flashes of our last episode of death wish of yeah. you know sort of like i just want to just end it right now you know I, i'd rather just live my next couple of days with you yeah um sad you know it is sad and it's it's um you know there was an issue for the first time in this episode this issue of sort of beauty came up of mm -hmm. physical beauty that, you know, well, if I look like that, then you won't love me anymore, she says. Correct. And uh, and he wonderfully says, you're not that body. You're just, you know, that's not who you are. Mm -hmm. You're just sick. And, you know, we can, yeah. we can fix you and we can work on fixing you, you know, getting you yeah. well. But yeah. that's not, you know, your physical appearance is not what I love, basically. Right. Some version right. of that is what the doctor said. Yep. Yep. And she thought before Voyager, she, she felt like she was just a disease, that she wasn't the person mm -hmm. that, that uh, the doctor Shmulas fell in love with. Mm -hmm. And uh, he would love her no matter what, what condition she was in, she said, mm -hmm. he says. Um, and I love that last moment in Sandrine's where you're like, you, you know, uh, you don't, we don't know exactly what's going to happen really. And mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. And then we go to Sandrine's and we see that she did choose to not reject the transfer to get her body, you know, to uh, back into, you know, uh, survival mode at least and to go back and help the people on her planet. So you see them have a last dance there, uh, which was a beautifully that, poetic little moment, I thought. It was, but Robbie, that wasn't entirely clear to me. Like for me, I was wondering... Did she really make that choice? Oh, or really? Did she? Yeah, because like part of me felt maybe she did choose to not get back in the body and oh. to die, and then that representation was of her in her her regular you know body was just to show that the doctor loved her inner beauty and yeah. not her exterior beauty, yeah. and that was the end of the sh that was the end of her life. Maybe. That's interesting. You know, I was that wasn't clear to you. To me, that was really clear. Is that if she's there in that form, that means he got, yeah. he, he revived he convinced her, her, convinced yeah. her and revived her body. And you know, that she is now back in a body and not the holographic version. He mm -hmm. had a line though. The doctor had a line. I want to just read out here. Cause I thought it was so beautiful. I went back and listened to it a couple of times. The doctor said in, in um, that next to the last scene where he's convincing her to, to stay with him for a couple of weeks, we can be together for a couple of weeks before you would go back. And, and he says, you said that before you knew me, you were just a disease. Well, before you, 
I was just a projection of photons held together by force fields. A computerized physician doing a job, doing exceptionally well, of course. But still, it was just a profession, not a life. But now that you're here and my program has adapted, I'm not just working anymore. I am living, learning what it means to be with someone, to love someone. I don't think I can go back to the way things were either. I thought that was a beautiful line. It was so well written by Ken Biller. I think it captures something that a holographic technology doctor is discovering and expressing, but we can all relate to that. Mm-hmm. That feeling of, of how love can, can make us feel alive. And, that, and the things that, not just love, but the things, the experiences in life that allow us to be more than just someone doing something, you know, being a doctor, being a whatever, doing what we do. But actually, is that tied into your with your theme? What it is. The theme is. It is. It is. My theme uh, is. Where's my theme? My theme is. I I thought of the quote. It's better to have loved and lost than to never love at all. That's that was the theme to me. Is the doctor had never loved before, and uh, and even though there was pain, and he says in that early in that first scene, like why would anyone choose this? Um, that it was worth it that his program altering to learn what love is, was worth it. It's better to have loved and lost than to have never loved mm. at all. So that's my theme. Okay. Yeah. What about you? What's your theme? A couple of things. Uh, yeah. Kess's quote to Dinara, uh, Kess's quote um, in Sick Bay, she says, there's nothing sadder than a missed opportunity, mm. um, which was what she was telling to Dinara. And, mm-hmm. um, and also that's, a, that's a good quote for the doctor, you know, like mm-hmm. if he didn't make the move, then he wouldn't have known, you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, that is definitely a theme for me in this episode and also never to judge a book by its cover, you know, um, mm-hmm. just because Denarpel has this crazy horrific exterior, it doesn't really mean that's what is on the inside. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, I just think those are two quotes that I'm going to throw out there and you use the quote as well, yeah. which is not from this episode, but a quote that people do have used before in the past. Yeah. So, well, great. I really enjoyed that episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought Bob's performance, our guest actress uh, was phenomenal. I thought, yeah. Um, and and Charlie was... Russo thinks it's a great episode too. So that's what's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what's important. It was really, it was really great. It was really a wonderful episode. So, yeah. He did a good job and I enjoyed it too. Um, two thumbs up. All right. Bing. Bing, bing. Okay, guys, thank you for tuning in. Join us next week when we uh, we rewatch and discuss the episode Investigations. Investigations. And for everyone else, all of you Patreon patrons, please stay tuned for your bonus material. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Mm-hmm.